Hello everyone, this is Mario Davis from the Family of Darkness podcast. Have you ever thought about doing podcasting yourself? If not, that is fine, but if you have, then I got some great news for you. You should really check out the Anchor app. It's completely free, and all you need to sign up is your Facebook or Gmail. And also, they will also be your first sponsors, and as well, they will push your podcasting show slash page to other platforms such as Spotify, Pocket Cast, and so many more podcasting apps out there. If this is something you would like to do, you can do it from the comfort of your phone, computer, or iPhone, Android, whatever you got. But without that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Monsters inside all of us. Uh, Oh my god! Welcome to Into the Darkness After Show. I am your host, Mario Davis. And I am your co-host, Littlefoot Godface. And man, what a way to start off everyone's Monday. And I hope y'all have a great rest of y'all's week. And just happy Monday to (laughs) y'all. But uh, anyway. (laughs) Hopefully your Monday is not very Monday and is more Friday. (laughs) <laughs> right, like Puss in Boots says, before taking a shot of milk, I hate Mondays. Don't we all? Yep. That's why he needs a shot of milk and some tequila. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Littlefoot, would you like to tell everyone what we're talking about today for today's after show? Sure. So, yesterday you had brought up the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Um, we've got... They are here. Well, the you mean new- Saturday, but today's Monday. Well, so, yeah. Right. Anyways, I'm losing days. Yep. <laughs> and we have the They Are Here, a new supposed alien abduction game. Oh. Um, this one looks interesting. That actually <laughs> sounds pretty exciting to me. And then we have Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which is rumored new Ghostbusters movie. Ooh. Well, it's not rumors. It's actually confirmed that they're actually bringing that out. Sometimes this year, maybe. Hopefully this year. We might be waiting, though. Have you not seen the trailer, <laughs> though? It's kind of funny. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Well, a specific trailer I'm talking about. Um, it's with the little, you know, the State Puff Marshmallow Man from the first film? Yeah. Well, in this trailer, it's a little clip where it's many state puff marshmallow men. Oh no! And what? <laughs> and one of them is referencing the Terminator Two Judgment Day. Oh, that's hilarious! I remember when they uh, are uh, melting the liquid metal Terminator inside that hot lava shit? Yeah. So one of the marshmallow men in the clip is actually reenacting that. Oh, that's funny. Yep. 
So what else do we got? That's spicy. Uh, we have the debate over whether Treasure Island was quite possibly the worst Disney movie ever, which oh, I actually Lord. went back and I watched that with the toddler last night. So, well, we'll see. So for research purposes, you watched it last night? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So true, like, true, true. Gotta, gotta reboot the system there. <laughs> right. Uh, we have the Spider-Man No Way Home Hobgoblin Theory. Uh-oh. And we was just talking about that, not th- not past week, but the week before when we started back about the Hobgoblin, I think. Right. Well, now there's there's more theories coming out about it possibly being Hobgoblin and not the Green Goblin. Uh-oh. And that's going to be an upset, too, if that's true, because we won't get to see William Defoe. This is true. It's going to be an upset either way, but I think it's more uh, upset this way because we wanted to see William Defoe come back as a Green Goblin. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he did. He made that character, so. It's, right. Yeah. All right. And apparently there is a rumor going around TikTok that Dead by Daylight is unplayable for us Xbox Series X next gen owners. And I will either confirm or deny. Yeah, because every time you try to play it, it updates on you. Yeah, well, and I mean the same thing with Call of Duty, but that's to be expected because that happens on Call of Duty Mobile, too. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have the theory of whether people who are sad more often smarter than people who are happier more often. Uh Uh-oh. Well, you know, I mean, we'll get into that in a minute. But first... Let's answer some questions. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> and I made sure that they were appropriate because last uh, Sunday, uh, not Sunday, Saturday on the Family of Darkness podcast, we had a, uh, you know, some inappropriate ones that were not good for the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. But uh, here we go with questions. Question one. And it's from Nemesis Killer again. I think we wait. Did we have a, have a question from Nemesis Killer or no? From Saturday, I can't remember. Mm, maybe last week. Maybe. Well, either or, he sent another question or she. We don't know. But they <laughs> asked, "What are your top five predators from the Predator movies? Which is your favorite?" Oh, well, I don't know that I have a top five. And I think I've, I think we've already had this topic before come up on the show way back when we first started. Maybe I don't remember. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, we did. No, I remember we talked about the predators a while back. We I know we did a pretty like in depth dive of of the aliens as well. Yeah. Um. Which we haven't done that segment in a while either. You know, our fantasy team versus each other's team. Yeah. Of different genres and movies. I don't think we we might we might get back to that. I don't know yet. We got a lot of new segments coming on the show. So if we have time or room for it, we might do it again. 
Don't know. Right on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have a top five for predators, because um, I love them all. You know, right. it's hard to like find any fault with any of them other than, well, you know, y'all are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna give you my top one from a list because I don't really want to do a top five because it takes forever for me to think of something. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. <laughs> To answer your question, Nemesis Killer, my top one, just out of the top five, um, is the Predator from Predator 2. Really? Yep. I mean, my top two was the Predator from the sequel to Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they like crossbred, I was gonna put that as one of my top ones too. It was but the that, the pred alien? I guess is yeah is the best that, term for it. They don't <laughs> count because it's a, it's still a xenomorph, but um, hey, you know it's it's got predator genetics though. So I think they mean the full predator, like like the actual predator itself. But I don't know. They wasn't specific yeah. in this question. Um. Next question is from the Devil May Cry Killer. Hmm. And what I mean, I like the games, don't get me wrong, but Killer, it's whatever. Uh, their Recently, what games have you played that made you scared? Ooh. Oh, well, I already got an answer for that. You go ahead and answer that, because, I mean, I'm not one of those that's, like, naturally just scared out of my pants. <laughs> like so. Well, if everybody that listened to the Saturday show, they would know that right now, recently, is it gave me bad anxiety, and we st I still haven't, like, touched it again. But I might play it Monday. I don't, well, t today, but, you know. I'm I'm losing my shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> but Resident Evil 7 is the worst uh not the worst game I've played, but it did give me bad anxiety. But today, I mean Monday, you know, today, whatever, whatever, it is what it is. I might touch it again. I don't know. <clears throat> but um Littlefoot doesn't have the answer, so next question. Well, I mean <laughs> I can't really say that anything I've played has really, like, scared me, scared me. But this morning, <laughs> funny enough, I guess we can touch on that topic shortly after. But Dead by Daylight did make me a little nervous. Like, it gets my heart racing. <laughs> I mean... I could give you a couple games that you probably would be scared of. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Now, Five Nights at Freddy's will, is really good for jump scares. Like, that'll scare me for a good split second. And I will come up off the ground. Or whatever I'm sitting on. <laughs> but. For, the, for those of you that are new to our show, you will learn that Littlefoot is obsessed with three games right now. Apparently. Five Nights at Freddy's. Halo and Valhalla. Hey, Assassin's man, Creed. and I'm 
I'm angry with Valhalla right now. Like I have Uh-oh. taken so many brain breaks and I still cannot get past this one raid. I've been stuck on it for like two days now. And <laughs> I think I'm going to have to put it down for a couple of days and come back with a whole new strategy. <laughs> now. Okay. Next question. Um, this one was actually good because I pre-read this one before the show. Um, I know, I know, I'm not supposed to do that, but I do it anyways to make sure they're appropriate. Shit. I mean, you gotta. Yep. (laughs) But uh, this question was interesting. Really interesting. So, Negan Killer 223 wants to know which killers would you like to see in Dead by Daylight from any movie? Hmm. We'll see. And I just scrolled through the list and my mind is drawing a blank on what's already there pretty much. Um, (laughs) This might be a really weird request, but can we get some like real life serial killers in there? Oh, wow. Um, Damn, I got dark real quick. (laughs) I mean, I know that it's, it's based on horror movie characters, but at the same time, I mean, a lot of these guys have had their own horror movie character based off of what they did. So, I mean, now there's there's some interesting ones you could throw in there. Right. Well, to be honest with you, Negan Killer, I'll give you four. I won't give you no less than, I won't give you no more than four. But, I got some interesting ones in mind. Well, last night, or Sunday night. Last night I watched again for maybe the 97th time in my life. <laughs> are you from Littlefoot? Are you familiar with the Hatchet movies? I have heard of them. I haven't actually watched them. Oh, you should give them a watch. If you don't have Tubi TV, you should give it a watch. I think we do because I think that's one of the free ones. It is. Um, yeah. It has Kane Hodder, you know, the guy that plays Jason. Oh, yeah. He plays the killer in these movies as well. But he also plays the dad to the son. You'll just have to watch it. But the killer (laughs) in this movie is named Victor Crowley. And basically, he's a repeater. So whatever you kill him with or do to him, he'll come back. And his face will be all messed up if you mess up his face and whatnot. Burned him alive. He'll be he'll come back all burned and stuff. But I think that would be an interesting killer for Dead by Daylight, considering <laughs> he's a big person, but he's so fast. It's not even funny. Yeah. Well, and that's my beef with a lot of the characters on on Dead by Daylight is that they do move fairly slow. Oh, trust me, I shouldn't have bought Nemesis because he is slow. <laughs> but I was a big fan. I'm a big fan of Nemesis, so I bought him just a fanboy, you know. Of course. But that would be an interesting killer to see is Victor Crowley from the Hatchet movies and from his uh, one of his standalone films, Victor Crowley, which is actually the name of the movie. Hmm. But um, yeah, that's my first one. Second one, and Littlefoot probably already seen this coming. I'm sure. Because I have been wanting this for a while now. 
as him as a killer. Pennywise. Yes. Not the old one, the new one, the new one. I need the new one in this game. Now, my only thing with that is, can we actually get Bill Skarsgård to voice him for that, the game? Yes, that that needs to happen. And I'm not. I don't have nothing against Tim Curry. If they wanted to do this way, look, they put the new, you know, the remake of Pennywise in the game, and as a skin, they could put Tim Curry's version. Yeah, there you go. Because I would love to have them both, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I'm just with with Pennywise. I'm gonna need some like catchphrases thrown in there, like we all float down here. Yeah, or just like he pops up behind you and hello, Georgie. Like, <laughs> oh, that'd be so messed <laughs> if uh, Georgie was a survivor and he was missing would, one arm. That would make Dead by Daylight like exponentially scarier. I think. Yeah. Especially if some of these characters had some like catchphrases that like when they come up behind you and they hit you, they have a catchphrase that they they spew out. Well, you know, the killers have different uh, special abilities, right? Okay. Well, yeah. So mine, it might not sound good, but it sounds good in my head. But I'm about to spill it out for Pennywise, his special ability. Whatever killer you was facing in your last game as a survivor, that's your fear that you see him be like a shapeshift into in, in game. Ooh. Like say say that you was just now you was just facing Freddy or something like that. And you have and that's your fear. You get where I'm going with this? Yeah. I think it would be more interesting if it were like the you actually got sacrificed by the last killer in the last game that you were playing like if you all survived and you made it out which i know is a rare occurrence even for like pro players out there (laughs) like if you guys all made it out well then you just basically face pennywise but if you are actually sacrificed then you face your fear of that the killer from the last game that you played I think that'd be a good concept. Okay, moving on. Number three. <sighs> now I can't. Speaking of killers, right? Right. Wait. Wait a minute. Okay, so I was on TikTok and someone said there's that the, the, these are killers they like to see, and one of them was Ghost Rider. What? But Ghost Rider is like he's not an, a killer. An- well, he's yeah, a killer. He's an but he's... anti-hero superhero. Yeah, he he kills for the right reasons, but he doesn't serve. I don't know. I can't see it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't either. Because no. I mean, it's it's all for the right reasons. It's not just like to be malicious, like the rest right. of the killers that are in there. Now, if you would have said Blackheart, then I could see it. Yeah, I could see that. Because he he could fit the game so perfectly. But um, number three on my list, and I'm going to make this one really quick because we got two at least one more question to do. Um, number three, I want to see some Candyman. There you go. 
But I don't want anybody just to voice him if he talks in the game. I want Tony Todd. <laughs> I need some Candyman in Dead by Daylight. Um, number four, moving on. Uh, let's go with this one. I know, I know this is probably going to get some, you know, hate because it might be overpowered for a killer. Maybe <laughs> if they did it right, but Xenomorph, Alien. Yeah, I could see a lot of people having a problem with that. And like the second you said it, I was like, I kind of have a problem with that. <laughs> like, yep. I mean, we're we're talking acid spit, uh, well, like scorpion-like tail that can take anybody out from a pretty decent distance. Like that almost seems a little unfair, right? That and the speed of xenomorphs in general, and their ability to like crawl all over everything. We're- I mean, it, to me, the speed would be a vast improvement over the Nemesis Killer, or you know, any other big ones that move slowly, and we want a faster killer like Legion or Ghostface. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you're saying. That's why I, I said. Just, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that the Xenomorph might be just a little, a hair too fast. Because, I mean, even the survivors, like, in in run mode, they don't move all that much faster than a typical human. Right. Okay, last question. And I know Little Fit didn't give hers, but she doesn't really, I don't know if she's been playing Survivor Killers, so I don't really know if she's familiar with any of them. Mix of both, but again, like, I don't remember the full list of killers that are on there, so. But then again, the the question was, who do you want to see besides, uh, you know, real life killers? You only gave us one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm... I'm okay with the list they have. I just, I don't know who I'd throw in there. Like... I could I could use some more like Silent Hill based characters because honestly they did that they really only have the nurse and they've got like Pyramid Head. I don't think the nurse is the the nurse on the game has anything to do with Silent Hill mm-hmm. because they, I think I don't know it's been a long time since I played it when it first came out but I think she was actually. One of the original killers. I think. Don't come after me. <laughs> it's been a long, you know, it's been a long time since I played the first, uh, when it first came out. <laughs> right foot, left stump. But, um, uh, if you want to move on, we can. If you can't think of any. Maybe, maybe like the original silent film Nosferatu. Oh Lord, I could do about, it. I could see it. What about? I can think of one right now for you. Oh boy, Salem's Lot. Well, yeah, I mean that is still technically Nosferatu, though. Oh uh, well, you know. 
Yeah. The the Salem's Lot vampire thing is basically well, not even like I can't even say loosely based because it is the exact same look. It's it's literally Nosferatu just in a Stephen King book slash movie. Right. Well, I guess we can move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, she stopped. No, no, you know what? I got one since we're on Stephen King now. How Uh-oh. about Gage from Pet Cemetery? The little boy? Yep, as long as we can get the little I want to play with you when he comes after you. <laughs> I will never. Is this okay? Okay, look here. <laughs> I would I would be comfortable playing as the killer as you know, Gage. But if I was a survivor and I hear that shit, I am I'm leaving the lobby. Because <laughs> growing up, watching the original Pet Cemetery and hearing that as a child, no, just no. Oh, I think it would be fantastic. Uh oh. Oh, wait, we might be able to get him back down. <laughs> Speaking of toddlers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nap time. We're so weak. It's hard to get him down. Oh, yeah. He's a fighter. Yep. I can tell you he is a fighter. From what I've heard, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, last question, then we're going to move on to the top. Uh, Rick Ron's fanboy wants to know... <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Rick Graham fanboy wants to know <sighs> how do I put this? Um, well, it's not even a hard question, but I'm just trying to get over the name. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know what video games are we looking forward to that are coming out? I gotta say, Call of Duty Vanguard, and after reading about it, I really am looking forward to this They Are Here. Yeah. I am super curious to play that one. Now, I don't, it's not, I haven't found anything that confirms whether it's coming out for Xbox and PS4, or if it's just going to be, like, console-specific. So, I really, really hope they put something out for Xbox. I hope so too. Uh, and that's the that's been the issue for a while now since the new gens have came out. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's losing their shit over it. Hey man, it's a great console though. I'll give you that. I have not bought it yet because I don't want it to explode like I have seen in previous videos. Well, I don't know what these people are doing to their Xbox Series X, but come on, guys. 
Quit blowing up your Xboxes. Turn right. them off regularly when you're not playing them. Like, right. <laughs> let them cool down. <laughs> right. Uh, games I'm looking forward to is, I got a couple. Um, my number one right now is, it's coming out November 9th, actually. Oh, damn. That's like right Ju- around the corner. Jurassic World Evolution 2. Hmm. It's basically you can make your own theme park out of a Jurassic shit. And it's it's so fun because it brings me back to my childhood when if if you know the OGs are here listening and we had PS2s or whatnot. Um it's called Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. It's basically a remake of that. But hmm. it's so fun. And I hope I can be able to afford this game coming November 9th. Anyway, um, second one I have to go with, it's coming out next year in March, but WWE 2K22. Hopefully that one's much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. About to say, hopefully, you know it's coming. Hopefully it's, it's not a flop like 2K20 was. Just saying. And I swear, God, I swear, I swear, you guys, this is the last time I will mention 2K22. Probably not, but I'll try. It's definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. Because I'm so excited for 2K22. But I will definitely try not to mention that awful mess 2K20 ever again after this. I promise. It's probably not going to happen. But, you know. Anyway. My third game would have to be that I'm looking forward to is... Dying Light Two. Hmm. It's a it's a zombie game, but it's you just have to play the first one to get like hooked on it. Right. But uh, last but not least, Back for Blood. Yep, I forgot to put that one on my list. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's got a whole lot more meat to it than the the beta did because, yeah. I mean, if it's anything like that, then I'm not necessarily, like, overly hyped about it coming out. But if we've got, like, storyline and epic gameplay, like, across the board, then, yeah, I'm, I'm freaking hyped. Yeah. I know this was the last question, but I can't not ignore this one because I got it pulled up. Um, you'll laugh at this a little bit. I already know you're going to laugh. <laughs> this is basically, it's not even a question. Well, it is a question. Never mind. Just, just shut up, Mario. You don't know what the hell you say. <laughs> this question has got me thrown off right now. But, um, uh, Simp for Darkness wants to know. <laughs> I already like the name. <laughs> yep. I don't know why you laugh because you're simp too. I know, I know, I am. <laughs> yep. A simp for darkness wants to know why is darkness so hot? Oh man. You just had to throw this on me on a Monday, didn't you? <laughs> one word. Or well, yeah, one word. Yep. Daddy. <laughs> See, you're not helping here. You're not helping the situation at all. It's it's the it's the daddy vibes. 
Yeah, it's the daddy vibes, and it's probably because you have a mask kink. I'm just saying. Yeah. Don't mean to call you out on the show like this, but reason why he's so hot to you and she's simping over him, Littlefoot is too, you got a mask kink, don't you? A little bit. A little bit. Yep, yep. yep. A little bit of mystery never hurt anybody, and it always it, it adds to it. Right. But that's the, all the questions we had time for on this show. So let's get right into the topics, shall we? Let's do this. Um, First topic I want to talk about, because I'm really interested in it. The alien invasion game. What What is that? Okay, so I actually did some digging because I recognized the name of the farm that this is based on. Um, and it's... A, I hope I'm saying this right, and I hope I didn't forget the actual name, but it's Grayswood Farm. So this is basically a journalist that has heard about all of the alien and abductions that are going on around this area and at this farm that are being reported to the police. So in my digging, funny enough, here comes the History Channel Uh-oh. and can confirm... Grayswood Farm is an actual place, and in, I believe it's 1955, if I'm remembering what I read correctly, was when all of the supposed alien abductions were actually occurring. Now, the game is supposed to be set in, like, 2001, so I don't know if the abductions never actually quit, or if these are just, you know, somebody going back and actually reading up on what happened at Grayswood Farm and then doing the investigation. But basically, you get to fight off little green men. It's, it's supposed to be a horror-based game. So hopefully it's pretty creepy. Hopefully. And from what I've seen... The aliens are, like, the rendering of the aliens is actually, like, pretty damn creepy. Right. Well, one, I'm not even going to say one can only hope because, you know, same with movies. Some uh, people that make games are just, you know, not very good at it. But um, we shall see. We shall uh, definitely see. But then again, you know, everyone has confirmed that aliens do exist nowadays. But, you know. I still haven't seen proof, but hey, you know. <laughs> let me let me step on the side of the skeptics here and <laughs> I'm going to need some more proof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to get into, the, you know, conspiracy theories about aliens today. We might next time, but not today. Man, that's like its whole own show. Yep, that's that's <laughs> going to be, yeah, interesting topic. Because there's so many people out there that believe and don't believe, and we're just not going to get into it today. <clears throat> but um, next, next topic I want to talk about is, you know, the sadness thing that you mentioned. Yeah, now I'm super, and and it was funny that you actually sent this over to me, because the exact same quote that was used in the TikTok video had actually popped up on my Facebook newsfeed like a week or two before you sent me this video, and you were like, hey, let's make this a topic, and I mean, 
I guess looking at it from like any sort of psychology standpoint, it does make sense. And also, I mean, to add on to it, there is the the um, ever popular moniker of you know ignorance is bliss so the more ignorant you are to like what's going on in the world and you just kind of stay in your own little bubble like I guess yeah I could see the happier you would be to an extent because you don't you know you're not feeling the pain of everyone else around you because you're not constantly paying attention to what's going on outside your door right But I guess also in turn, like, I could see why being smarter would affect being sadder because you're constantly, your brain's constantly working to try and fix whatever issue you've just come into contact with. Like, how do I fix that? How do I make that better? But you're never actually, like, fixing stuff for yourself. You're trying to fix it for everyone else right which i'm totally guilty of i'm a fixer (laughs) (laughs) well that would explain a lot of my days in school because as you know littlefoot i suffer from depression right so that would explain a lot why i passed most of my you know tests that is you know mandatory at the end of the school year because most yeah. of the time I was depressed in school anyway. I don't know why, but, you know, it just happens. You can't explain it. It just happens. Right. Sometimes. I mean, there is things that can cause depression, but we're not going to get into psychology today. Um, but that would explain a lot why I passed most of my tests. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is trying to be funny or make fun of this situation because it is serious topics right here like depression is serious anxiety is serious i'm not trying to make fun of it in any way i'm just letting you guys know that i do suffer from depression and i've had a lot of bad times with struggling from it just say but um yeah i guess that that topic really does put it out there Yeah, I mean, that topic and even just just hearing the theory of it, like it does hit home, especially if you you do like have an understanding of your intelligence level, like, well, I am a really smart person. And wow, that does seem to coincide more with the fact that like I have more issues with depression or anxiety or, you know, being withdrawn from other people and just kind of being sad in general. Cause I know I'm, I'm the same way. I get really down in the dumps really fast, especially because, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to fix for everybody else and make everything better, but I never actually like take the time to do for me. Right. So I end up like wearing myself so thin that, you know, it's, it's harder to bounce back from. Understandable. But you know what it makes me think of it, 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 this topic right here, it makes me say, just want to say this. It makes you look at Sheldon Cooper a whole lot differently now. Yeah. 
Well, and all of them too, from the Big Bang Theory. I mean, yeah. even <laughs> even all right, even Penny. You know, she was she was the happy go lucky of the group, and she was always pretty happy. Right. Meanwhile, everybody else had, had seemed to have quite a few issues. Right. And, you know, we're overly serious, which, you know, I, I catch myself doing sometimes. I have a hard time taking a joke sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I I'm know. just I know too serious for the situation. True. Very true. Well, uh, let's move on to the next topic and let's talk about something, you know, Disney related because, you know, I can't help but ask myself why is, you know, Planet Treasure? Uh, it's uh, Treasure Planet. Well, same thing. It's just backwards. So, I think basically it's a play on Treasure Island but it's pirates in space. Right. So... Why, like... I loved the movie growing up. I just, I just don't understand why they say that it's the worst movie Disney has made. I don't either, because even watching it last night, like going back and rewatching it since I hadn't watched it since childhood, it was still a really cute, really enjoyable movie. And I right. don't understand why it flopped so hard. Especially after some of the other ones that Disney's put out that are that are fairly similar or that other companies have put out that are fairly similar to that concept, you know? Right. And I mean, like, even the TikTok video said that you sent me, it was, it's pirates in space. Like, literally, who doesn't love the concept of pirates in space or <laughs> pirates or space in general? Right. Like, I got to wonder why it flopped as bad as it did. Right. I don't know. Like, what I heard, it didn't do too well in the box office. It, it only made so much money. I mean, that right there, yes, that right there can have an effect on how a movie looks, you know, o over years. Right. But, uh, I think the movie was fantastic. I, from what I remember of it, it was fantastic. I just think right now the issue is why it's a mistake for Disney is it was box office related. It didn't make enough money. Yeah, yeah, and we seem to see that a lot too with a lot of movies is that like if it flops at the box office, it's just the worst movie ever and it oh, it almost ruined the company whereas, you know, it could have been a really good movie. It just did not peak interest in theaters. Right. And like, I mean, can we look at and you know, VHS going way back then <laughs> let's age me some more right like um going back to like vhs and dvd sales and even now like the amount of people who would stream it on disney plus or right. rent it through Redbox, like that's where you're gonna see more of your numbers in general anyways as opposed to the box office and it's more accumulative and more over time now if they're looking at over time and it's just like well it came out and even after it was out of theaters the sales flopped everywhere then fine i get it but 
if it left the theaters, went on DVD, went on whatever service, VHS, Disney Plus, which it is actually on Disney Plus. Um, right. <laughs> like, if we look at all of that after it came out of the theaters, I think that would be a better judge of whether it's a flop or not. Right. It's just like saying, like, for example, it's like someone comes out with a brand new video game franchise that's never been heard of, never been done. <clears throat> Depending on your sales for that video game, it's depending on whether you make a sequel and keep the series going. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I understand completely what you're saying, but you know, I think that's mostly the reason. It just didn't do good in the box office, but uh it, uh, it yeah. <laughs> that's basically all I got on it. Right on. But uh, your turn to pick the next topic. Well, since this was one that was was picked almost specifically for me, as my brain over here trying to combine words, um, because I do have the newest Xbox, and just Mm -hmm. we'll put it that way, um, (laughs) as that apparently Dead by Daylight gives out a version for this Xbox that makes it unplayable. Now, Mario knows my whole debacle with this last night because I went to go try it out and I for sure thought that this TikTok was going to make a liar out of me because I had just gotten done telling him that, oh, well, every time I log into it, I'm able to play it. You know, I either have to wait for an update and then I can play it or I can just straight up go in and play it. So I haven't had that issue. Well, last night... I tried logging into it and it kicked me out a couple of times. And then finally it pops up and it's like, Hey, game needs an update. So I was like, all right, let's test this. Let's see what version of this I get. What was the number? 5.2.2. Uh-oh. Which I actually went in and played this morning so that I gave it the appropriate amount of time to update and all of that. And I, you know, played Valhalla way too late last night. Um, But, guys, it is playable. If you're getting kicked out of it, it's because you need to update your game. Yep. Come on, (laughs) y'all. Did anybody else that is nerdy enough to play video games... Stop and think that maybe we should go check our updates. <laughs> because wow. that was one of the first things I thought after I got kicked out like twice. I was like, okay, I need to check for an update. Like something it's it's got to need an update. Either that or I'm going to have to like uninstall and reinstall. Right. <clears throat> so it's playable. It's doable. Just need to update it. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. If you are having issues with the game, just just check for an update. If not, send Microsoft a, a little, hey, my shit's not working right. Right. But chances are it's just an update. Yep. Most likely. 
Okay, what else do we got spicy to talk about? Let's see. Since we touched on it a little bit, but didn't go like deep diving, let's do this the Spider Man No Way Home Hobgoblin theory. Because now that somebody's brought it more to my attention and I was paying better attention to like the the trailers and everything, now I'm very curious. I mean, I'm a little upset that we may have the possibility of not seeing Willem Dafoe, but we also got to understand that the man might be just a little too old to be in an action movie. I mean, if that's the case though, what wouldn't they not do that for Doc Ock? I mean, if that was the case, because he's getting up there too. Yeah. That's true. I mean, if that, like, either as well, that or Willem Dafoe was just completely like, no, I don't want to come back. Like, that, that, <laughs> that'd be more a possibility because look at look at it my perspective. You say he's getting too old, but if that's the case, then Kane Hodder, that is 66 years old, I think it was, that I talked to Queen about last night, um, saying that he's 66 and he's still doing stunt career stuff and whatnot. Yeah, well, I mean, if your body's used to it and you're still good with it and you've got doctors okay, well, then, hey, go on ahead. But, right. I mean, it's like... I mean, yeah, everybody's different. I'm just saying, yeah. like... Yeah, everybody's built different and, you know, who knows? We could have just had a flat-out no from Willem Dafoe or they never had plans of actually bringing him back because he does get killed in the toby Maguire spider-man you know right. he does he does just i mean that was that was the end of the green goblin right there or supposed to be the end of the green goblin right there as far as the spider-man movies went so to get the green goblin back i mean unless we're gonna pull him out of a different like multiverse which, I mean, I know is happening in this movie, supposedly. We've got several different Spider-Man and Spider-Men. Spider-Men. Right. Yeah. We, we've got several different Spider-Men, and we have, you know, several different villains that are coming back into play. But, I mean, that's the only way I could see Green Goblin coming back, is if they pulled him out of thin air out of another multiverse. Right. I mean, we can only see on that perspective if William Defoe is going to return, but let's talk about Hobgoblin. Let's talk about it right quick. Because we have some pretty in-depth clues that this might actually be Hobgoblin. I mean, right. right down to the little orb in the the trailer as well as if i mean they even they did this on the tiktok video you sent me is they matched up that orb to the one that hobgoblin actually uses in like cartoons and comic books you know that this very well could be right but let's just not put him back in pink <laughs> can we make Wait, him hobgoblin a little more back <laughs> in one of the cartoons Hobgoblin actually had that goofy like pinkish um, outfit crop top thing with the little 
like gnome hat going on. Oh um, my god. Oh yeah. No, I mean, let's I I really hope they do a good job regardless of who it is. Right. Would I love to see Willem Dafoe? Yes. But we haven't well, had <clears throat> Hobgoblin quite yet. Well, not in Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, not in the live-action Spider-Man. We haven't had him yet. So, yes, let's let's bring another villain out. Well, there's theories that, uh, if you're familiar with the movies, uh, the you know, the new Spider-Man and whatnot, Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. You know He's his pretty. best friend, uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of the kid's name. But there's theories that he might be doing the Hobgoblin. Really? Yeah. Because if you watch the trailer, like I have, and dissected it, he asked for, Peter asked for everybody to forget he's Spider-Man. Well, yeah. So that means his best friend's going to forget that he's Spider-Man. So the theory is that if he forgets that he's Spider-Man and, <clears throat> you know, for what I understand the theory is that he's going to forget that he's Spider-Man and he's going to get jealous or whatever, however the theory goes, that uh, he's going to turn to a Hobgoblin and come after Spider-Man. Hmm. I mean, it would make sense, but... And I would have to go back and do more research on this, too, of, like, who originally was Hobgoblin for, like, the comics and and um, the, the cartoons. Because I don't think Hobgoblin was, like, Peter Parker's homeboy. I, I don't I don't even remember. It's been a while since I've read the, you know, the uh, the comic, that specific comic book. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the like I said, it's been it's been a hot minute since I've read it too. So I mean, I just <sighs> as well is in this same topic. I sent you last night. Uh, um, didn't he make the Sinister Seven? I don't. Hmm. The Hobgoblin. I don't created remember. the Sinister Seven. I think you might be right. But again, I would have to go like we're we're talking like major Spider-Man deep dive here. Which... Yeah, we're gonna have to deep dive and continue on with more Spider-Man for you know Saturday. But um I can't I'm wanna say he did create the Sinister Seven. And wouldn't that be something if they actually, instead of the Sinister Six, they put the Sinister Seven in there? Well, I mean, and, if it's more canon, but <laughs> we know, we, we I think at this point, if y'all have been listening for a while, you know how big I am on things being canon. <laughs> yep. She had a full rant because one, I don't remember what we was talking about on one episode, but she had a full on rant about it not being canon. It might have actually been Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. 
I think it might have. Because yeah. that one made me really mad when I actually went and picked up the the graphic novels or the start of the graphic novels. Let's not start that topic again because I'm going to no. oh. <laughs> I mean, eventually we'll do an episode where we can just rant about things we don't find, you know, accurate. Oh, I've got I mean, plenty. I mean, Littlefoot remembers this quite well. Uh, I went on a rant about Mortal Kombat, the movie. Oh, yeah. The recent one. Even though now he actually kind of enjoys the movie. I enjoyed it, but still, the get over here was shit. <laughs> That's, yeah. And I think that was the actually what started my rant, that, that episode. I think so, too. Yep. Because you you could hear me yelling in this entire, well, almost close to the end of the episode. Yeah. This is one of the very rare rants we actually got out of Mario. The rest of yep. us will rant days for days on end. Yep. <laughs> so what are the spicy topics we got besides Hobgoblin? Well, I mean... You got to fill me in on this Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Because we are talking about, like, Ash versus the Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Well, from what I... It's not going to be a long topic because I didn't really deep dive into the article. But what I understand is that it was planned for an Ash versus Freddy versus Jason film. But... Bruce Campbell turned it down because he said it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't make sense to him. And the studio actually rejected the idea anyway. Ah, well, I mean, it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense to the person that's actually creating the film or has the biggest hand in the film, then it's probably not going to make sense to a whole lot of other people, like the fans of Freddy or Jason or Ash, you know, like we're all going to be sitting there scratching our heads going, oh, what the hell? As opposed to like, yeah, this is a really good movie. Right. I mean... It kind of makes sense now since they added more, you know, details to the article that in Friday the 13th, Jason goes to hell the final Friday. The ne- the Necronomicon? I can't never say that word right, so I want to make sure I get it right. I think you actually did get it right. The Book of the Dead, whatever. Yeah. Was actually in that, J- that particular Friday the 13th. Huh. So that kind of makes sense now. Why they wanted to do Ash versus Jason? There's actually right, a comic book. Jason on it. actually had right on. Well, I was gonna say, has Jason actually had any run-ins with the Necronomicon, or is Jason is just kind of? Well, that would make more understand. sense if all characters involved. Well, now we got you know so much expanded universes around Jason. It's not even funny. Um, but what I understand in this particular situation that Jason is basically a deadite hmm. from the, you know, the demons that are in the evil dead universe. Right. He's Jason is one of those. Well, that's an just, interesting take just on steroids. Well, of course. So, yeah, I kind of now I kind of get why they wanted to do that film. And now I really want to see it now. 
Yeah. But we're talking I mean, about a uh, topic that was discussed way back in the past. Yeah. Well, now that it's been rejected twice over, it's like, mm, is it is it actually going to happen? Is somebody going to try their hand at it? And is it is it going to be any good if somebody yeah. else does? I mean, I don't think you know this, but I did a little research on this because I didn't think it was true. As well as, you know, if we're talking about crossovers, there was an idea for a child's play on Elm Street crossover. Oh, no. And it was, that was actually the title, I think. It said it was Child's Play on Elm Street. And basically the premise was of the film, it was going to be Freddy versus Chucky. And if I read this right, right, you might have, everybody that's listening, you might have to go read the article, but I don't want to butcher any of the information. So I'm going to try to make this accurate as possible. But the way I heard, read it is, Freddie and Chucky were going to, you know, work together or something. And then they're going to have a little competition to see who can kill the most people or have them <laughs> fear the most people or whatever. And then Chucky goes and gets caught in the dream world and they just go at it. Or something like that. That sounds so bizarre. So it, it would be more of a Chucky versus Freddy instead of, you know, Chucky and Freddy versus everybody else. <laughs> right. It's something like that. Like I said, if you want to go look up the article, you can. I'm not going to butcher any information. I tried to get it accurate. I hope I did. But um, that would have been a good film, to be honest, to me. But that's just me. Uh, I don't know. I mean, nowadays, it, it would have been bizarre nowadays. But back in the 80s, it wouldn't have. Right. But um, as well, uh, the studio rejected that idea, too. <laughs> of course. But um, I think that's all the quest uh, questions. Topics we have. Ah, we still list. have Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. My bad. Let's get let's get right into that one. I am personally just excited that, that we're supposed to see the original cast come back. Like, I've been waiting for that for so long because I grew up on original Ghostbusters and the, these other Ghostbusters that they've come out with just, and I'll, I'll probably get some hate because I know there's probably some people out there that actually really enjoyed them, but that wasn't Ghostbusters for me. Uh-uh. And actually, it's funny that you say that because, and I know I'm not sexist by any means. I liked, you know, the Birds of Prey film that was, you know, basically female casting. Right. I enjoyed that, but um, it, it got a lot of hate because of how ridiculous it was with the women, female versions of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, it just felt like they were trying to do way too much. Right. And it just got a lot of hate. You can go read an article on it. There is actually an article on why it got a lot of hate and whatnot. And that is a long read. <laughs> but yeah, I am actually happy to see a Ghostbusters film that 
is based on the other two movies. I'm hoping it is anyway. Yeah, like I'm I'm excited to see it at least semi go back to its roots. Like right. I mean, I know we probably won't get Zool and we probably won't get the the painting from the other one, but at the same time like with with the original cast coming back to play right. and I mean at least at least we're gonna get hopefully some decent pop culture out of this because it's so. it's a piece of history that a lot of kids don't understand these days or don't know about like I, I could probably ask my teenager like hey Ghostbusters and she'd be like what you mean that thing that came out with the chicks you know like yeah even though i know we've we've attempted to raise her right on pop culture and and other like nerdiness that it's still i mean those those movies came out in in the 80s right so nowadays most kids you could probably try to quiz them on ghostbusters and they'd have no clue yep and that's what makes me sad that the next generation will not understand the um how do I put word this will not understand our culture, you know, like video games, movies, comic books, what have you. Right. Like I say Sega Genesis and my teenager has absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, husband is giggling in the corner because he remembers Sega Genesis too. Right. <laughs> you know, as there's so many things that it's it's so interesting to see what what's gotten lost in I guess the the sands of time. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying that hopefully the next generation will find this, you know, piece of dinosaur probably to them when they get older. It's going to be fossilized, you know, Sega Genesis with nothing but damn dust on it. Yeah, well, Sega Genesis probably should have kept the dust on it, to be honest. That system was pretty terrible. (laughs) I'm just saying Maybe 35 years from now, our, the next generation is going to look back and ask, what the hell is the Xbox One? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Or what? What? what's what's the Nintendo 64? Oh, well, I've already gotten that question. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's to at least learn stuff from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Well, that's like the teenager had no idea that, you know, our video games, especially with like Atari and Nintendo, when they first came out, it was 8-bit. Everything was 8-bit and it was terrible. (laughs) Like they don't understand how good they have it with graphics and all of that now. The like you can actually tell what you're playing as opposed to like a bunch of little blocks. Making up a character on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I think that's going to... Well, unless you want to add something more to the Ghostbusters. No, other than 
you know, I hope it's really good. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I'm hoping if the original cast is not in it, I hope they make some kind of cameo in this film. Me too. But we shall see. But um, I think we might close out with some questions and then, you know, have a great rest of the week. All righty. All right. Uh, man, this one is for Littlefoot, too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> Egyptian goddess wants to know. And I think we've, we've, we, she's, you've been asked this question so many times. Probably. But how did you come up with all your characters on TikTok? <laughs> well, long story short, um, a lot of it comes from figuring out a way without having to pay somebody to, you know, get past past traumas and deal with the things that it, that go on in my head on a daily basis. Yep. Um, also, a lot of my um, not really. Well, I guess you could call it culture, um, but family background and genetic background, um, which is why I have a lot of, of Norse based um, characters. Right. Um, I actually still have family in Norway. <laughs> Norway. Well, that was very interesting. I didn't even know that. <laughs> she don't tell me nothing I felt left out hey man I haven't even gotten to meet them yet we had the opportunity <laughs> and then it was family reunion funny enough but tickets are expensive and COVID so I, yep that, that sums it up alright uh, next question uh, I think we might do four questions to close right it on but next question comes from cleopatra okay i like the name we're getting all egyptian up in here aren't we a uh, couple questions yeah um how did you come up with your sith oc little foot my sith oc um it's kind of a big accumulation of a lot of different Siths and I'll clear this one up because I've been asked it a couple of times and am I an apprentice or am I a lord and my biggest beef with TikTok especially when it comes to Sith culture is if you're any sort of Star Wars nerd you know that there can only be like two Sith Lords at a time Yet everybody on TikTok seems to be a Sith Lord. <laughs> so I played by the rules and I am an apprentice. Um, but she she is basically just one giant study of several different uh, Sith Lords, Sith apprentices, just the style in general of the Sith. And actually, everything but the corset I wear for her right. is handmade. Well, 
get well shit i mean <laughs> i already do that yeah that whole dress the hood everything is made right here in my apartment on a sewing machine and i do believe that you made that last year i do believe. yeah yeah sometime yeah. last year it took me forever because i just did not want to sew at that point in time, but decided to take on a bunch of cosplay projects, which I still yep. have a starfire to finish. And I really should finish that before this, this pregnancy is over and I can actually wear it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Two more questions and then we're going to be closing shop. Okay. So Scorpion King versus Anubis wants to know. This is another question for you, Little Foot, by the way. Oh, Lord. But Scorpion King versus Anubis wants to know <clears throat> when are you coming back to TikTok? <laughs> I knew I was going to get this question eventually. I am slowly making my way back into it. But guys, I am so nervous about being as ginormous as I am right now on TikTok. I mean, I get it. I'm seven months pregnant and, you know, shouldn't be any judgment there. But I just I don't fit in any of my cosplays right now. So it's hard to do cosplay when you don't fit in it. Um, I've thought about doing some some like pregnant characters. I've also <laughs> joked around with the idea and have not put it together, but I think I might be dead serious about it before I'm done being pregnant. Uh, I was thinking of making my entrance back into TikTok with Fat Thor. <laughs> and believe it or not, that's actually one of our topics for next week or this coming Saturday. Is Fat Thor or just the yeah. Avengers in general? <laughs> no, no. This is, you know, this is no, no Avengers. No. <laughs> I, I will tell you the topic after the show of what it's going to be about Thor. And it, it's kind of ridiculous to me of why people are judging or not judging, but hating on this next upcoming game, God of War Ragnarok. Huh. But um, last question is for both of us this time. Ugh. Okay. The, okay, this, this one's kind of, I like the name, by the way. I'm just going to say I like the name. It's kind of cool. I killed Blackheart 66 wants to know what is our favorite Sit Nintendo 64 video game. Oh man. Do you guys realize how long it's been since I've played a Nintendo 64 in general? I'm just saying I was four or five years old when I had mine, so there you go. Well, I mean, I did actually have a friend, I think we were in high school who still had a Nintendo working Nintendo 64. <laughs> right. Um but I, I still got to give it to just old school Mario. Which one? 
I don't know that I have a favorite. They were all pretty great for what they were. Right. I guess to give it to, if I had to pick just one Mario game, I guess to give it to Mario's Castle. Not a bad pick. No. <laughs> because, you know, you just literally jumping into paintings and going to different worlds and whatnot. And well, yeah. my favorite. My favorite part of the game is when you're going down the ice slide. If you played the game, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the ice slide level was fun. Yeah. But um, that question is going to wrap it up. Uh, we are going to end the show right there on a cliffhanger. So, well, not cliffhanger, but you know what I mean. You want more. If you want more, please, please want more of our show. We love you. Right. Hopefully, y'all do want more. Yep. But um, <laughs> with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to our, you know, rant, ranting and raving, you know, different nerd talk, whatnot, horror, whatever you want to call it, what we talk about. Nonsense, good, bad, ugly, whatever. We love you still. Um, just thank you, everybody, for supporting our our podcast. And hopefully we do make it to where it's going worldwide. And that's our goal is to become a, world, a worldwide podcast and have su- such a big audience to where we have, you know, you know, meet and greets and whatnot. That's our goal for this podcast and thank you guys so much for listening i hope you have a great monday and the rest of your week again i am your host mario davis and i am your co-host littlefoot Godface. and this was into the darkness after show stay tuned saturday for the family of darkness podcast until then we'll see you later stay dark everyone <laughs> bye bye There are monsters inside all of us.